welcome to the Culture and Society of La Macarena podcast. We're here in Colegio Los Nogales, Bogota, Colombia. My name is Manuela Guerrero and I'm the host. Here with me is Manuela Recio, the director, and Valeria Barriga, the producer. The Macarena is located in Colombia next to the Pia de Montellanero. It is a place that has an abundance in the environment and culture. It has had a very interesting, big, difficult war history in the past 50 years ago. But nowadays, it is very touristic. It is a very touristic place where lots of people come to visit the main attraction, Caño Cristales. And now we're here with Manuela Guerrero that is going to talk us about the general information of the Macarena. So, starting off, let me tell you, La Macarena is a wonderful paradise full of life and color, full of magnificent people and cultures, and full of stunning places to visit. This beautiful village is located in the central part of Colombia, in the east part of the Cordillera Oriental of the Meta Department. It has over 8,000 people, and it is owner of one of the top nine touristic places to visit in the entire world, Caño Cristales, the river of colors. The Macarena is a nowadays peaceful place with a gorgeous culture, environment, and especially people. But it has also had a dark past that almost brought the village completely down in just a few years. The Macarena is a story of its own that must be heard by all people out there, including you. Because today, all people in Colombia, with the government's help, are trying to get back on track with this beautiful place that unfortunately has been forgotten over the past few years. The first important characteristic of La Macarena is lifestyle. The way of living in La Macarena is very interesting, as they have many foods and activities that we did not even know about until now. Let's start with the typical foods of an everyday meal. For this, we interviewed Don Henry, an habitant of La Macarena and owner of a farm. He says, some of the typical food is the pan de arroz tungos. This delicious meal is like a donut with a base of rice and something called cuajada. It is eaten with a little fruit or just a snack. Um, another very typical food is the platano paso, which is made of artones, well cooked and then left in the sun until until it is completely black and dry. The last typical food of the region is the most famous and probably the most delicious, la mamona llanera. This is an exquisite meat, rich in flavor with a soft and juicy texture. Thank you, Henry. Moving on, another important aspect that characterizes the lifestyle of La Macarena is the people. From personal experiences and what I was taught, people from La Macarena have a unique way of being and thinking. They are nice, respectful, and very humble. Um, although they don't have many money to have a lot of stuff. Uh, moving on, in, there is the village itself. La Macarena is a very poor but pretty village. It is a bit small, so there are only seven restaurants open yet so far, but there will be more soon. As I mentioned earlier, La Macarena is also a very expensive place to live for the people that live there, so they don't own too many belongings. They still make the best out of their natural plains and plants that can provide them food. The second important factor that characterizes La Macarena region is the mentality and traditions. In, in the traditions part, there are many, many, many traditions. And of course, they are, all, they are all wowing. One of them is the diet. In La Macarena, you would wake up to the smell of a caldo de costilla or a caldo de pescado. Then at lunch, you would eat something like a sancocho and at dinner, you would eat something like mamona or stuff like that so their diet is disorganized uh, but i'm not saying that's bad i'm just saying another tradition or more like a cultural characteristic is the fame to the llano music also known as oropo this music has a very interesting rhythm and dance to go with it 
Next up, there are the popular celebrations such as the Festival de Cine Verde, Festival eh, de Cultura Indígena, and the Reinado del Cumare. There is also a very important festival called La Bella Suite, and this festival includes many other celebrations inside it. All these celebrations and traditions bring the the cult, the society closer together and as a family. That is why everyone knows everyone. History, one of the characteristics that unfortunately doesn't bring a good perspective on La Macarena, and also something that made the people there grow with a lot of fear and suffering. Las Farc are guilty for that. So life when La Macarena was in 1980 was hard. Las Farc were occupying the entire territory because the ex-president Andres Pastrana had given them that city and some other fight. Las Farc ruled the city very badly. They would be their own government and when anyone disobeyed them, they would put harsh punishments and sometimes even kill people. With them came the cocaine crops. So when Las Farc were ruling La Macarena, La Macarena, the cocaine growth, was what everyone did as work for two principal reasons. Number one was that it was like the only job you could do. And number two, it was a good deal and you could sell it for very high prices. Um, num uh, even though it was allowed to grow cocaine, it was prohibited to eat it or else you would have severe consequences, including health ones. This Macarena continued like this for almost 50 years. And then thanks to the peace treatment, they could get back to being the beautiful place they once were. Thank you very much, Manuela, for your time and very helpful information. Thank you. And now we are with Manuela Recio, that is going to inform us about the specific information of La Macarena. Often, when you plan a trip, you always do a very detailed research of the place you're visiting. But most of the times, there is not enough truthful information. So the purpose of this short informative talk is for you to be able to get as much specific information about the Macarena. The lifestyle and mentality of the people in the Macarena is very interesting due to their history and surroundings. In the Macarena, we've met with lots of mentalities that led us to two main ones that are the following. The first one was that the majority of the natives are proud of the place where they live and the progress it has had after the peace agreement thanks to their effort these natives have applied to it. Moreover, the second opinion is that the remaining section aren't proud of the place where they live because they don't see an evident progress nor mind to see the valuable things of their home because of that harmful negative thinking. Furthermore, with our experience, we concluded that the people's daily routine is very diverse in this area. For example, the daily routine of a farmer starts with a very early wake up around 4 a.m. and they get ready to start milking the cows. Once they finish milking, they start to clean the stables and keep everything ready for the afternoon milking. Right after lunch, they finish all farm activities and have the final milk collection around 4 p.m. Furthermore, we have the daily routine of a grocer. It also starts early in the morning. The grocer either goes to the farm two times a week to collect his products or he, she receives very early the products from trucks. Then. They are prepared to sell all day long until 8 p.m. That is when most of them close. And finally, there is the daily routine of a touristic guide. The hour at which they wake up all depends on the hour at which the park opens. Next, they start getting shifts for diverse groups of people and guide them throughout the journey and their day often finishes when the attraction closes. The, the Macarena is a very festive and cheerful destination. The ones that live in the Macarena often celebrate their happiness and are thankful throughout lots of festivals. And here are the most important ones. 
One of them is International Europa Championship, that is a tournament not only of dance, but it's a weekend where almost all the people of Meta assist to celebrate the Meta's anniversary and to honor all their cultural regional traditions. Additionally, there is another very important festival that lasts from June 30 to July 3, and it's the second fair of a Vin and a King exhibition, cattle, commercial, and agro-industrial. One very important event that didn't precisely happen in the Macarena was the Peace Treaty, but it did affect a lot the area, and nowadays it is a much better place, almost filled with peace, that was very different from the past when the FARC controlled and governed the area. All these traditions and cultural festivals affect the people's daily life. Furthermore, the Macarena has a lot of social issues. One of those social issues is that there is a very difficult communication and access to the Macarena. One example is that there are only two airlines with very small planes and very few flights per day. Another example is that the environmental conditions are very harsh. The environment of the Macarena is mainly composed of three main ecosystems. The plains, the Amazon jungle, and the mountains and moors that makes the journey very difficult and long. Additionally, Due to the location of the Macarena and its past history, the access and sources of internet communication, signal, and potable water are very scarce. The second most relevant social issue is the forced displacement and violence. The third one is the deforestation and livestock. Some years ago, when they fire controlled the area, they were harming and leading the initiative of cutting out the diverse and unique flora of the area. But now, thanks to the Cor Macarena, the environment and nature of the area is completely safe and unharmed. And finally, we have the last social issue, that is a few opportunities of education in the Macarena, that tends to a very low opportunity of work and development of the place. In the Macarena, there are very few educational organizations for kids to attend, and as teachers have a very poor knowledge, the kids don't have a very good educational source either. This will affect their probability to have a job and prosperity. But most important, this will also affect a lot of the Macarena economy cycle. Thank you very much for your specific information. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. Yeah, it was great. We are also here with a very special and important expert in the environmental and cultural aspects of La Macarena, Valeria Barri. Thank you, Manuela. La Macarena has a unique environment. It varies from a seven-color river to a 6,200-kilometer natural park. Its environment is so diverse and full of exceptional natural features that it was approved as one of the most prestigious environments in the world. This fact has led people to appreciate it more and change their lifestyle, mentality, traditions, cultural heritage, and social issues in relation to their environment. The protection of the environment in an everyday routine definitely has changed since the people of La Macarena realized how important it was for them and the entire world to keep this magnificent place perfect. For example, guides in a natural park such as Colparques and Caño Cristales now have a lot more awareness of the tourism uh, treatment of the environment while tours are developing. This protection of the environment led to more organization of security with the entrances and tourists in the park which leads us to the environmental awareness and restrictions of the ecosystem. Having an environmental awareness means that people are constantly aware of what's happening in the environment. For example, when the amount of a, spe of a specific species is decreasing, the people from Macarena should be aware of it. They first need to find out what's happening. Uh, there could be several situations. In all of them, the people should do whatever it takes to stop it. Having an environmental awareness also includes having restrictions for the park. 
One example of a very common restriction taking place in Caño Cristales and Col Parques is the entrance of companies and tourists to the park. On most of the traditions of many cultures, objects or living things uh, provided by the environment are used for traditions or events. In this case, the environment in La Macarena is so prestigious to the people that they consider it untouchable, which means they do not harm the environment to use it in their daily life. La Macarena was an area with, where Las Farc lived. A couple of years ago, Las Farc controlled that territory. La Macarena's jungle was the best place to live since it doesn't have many ways to get in. Because they had so much power by threatening people, they had to control uh, the environment and natural places. So there wasn't much peace and freedom for the normal people. Now in days where the peace is signed and there is no more guerrilla, people in La Macarena are adapting to non-violence. So they have more opportunities in their lives, as well as more access to it. So it has more integration with Colombia's other cities and towns. Finally, the main social issue in La Macarena is the control and power over their natural places. People need to gain knowledge of how to take over the natural places in a positive way, where everyone is satisfied. As I have mentioned a couple of times, La Macarena has one of the most prestigious environments in the world. People in La Macarena take this fact very serious and appreciate a lot their environment. All the natural places in La Macarena, the knowledge people have on how to take care of it, Caño Cristales, and all the rivers and lagoons tell a story of the history of La Macarena. These are all cultural heritage this town has. Wow, I bet you didn't know about that. What a paradise is La Macarena with all that gorgeous flora and fauna. Okay, now let's head on to find and talk about what we could personally find on La Macarena. And for that, we have some witnesses and experts that we interviewed. So first, let's talk about the climate and the weather in La Macarena. The climate in La Macarena is very hot, very hot. That is why everyone lives in open houses with a lot of space uh, uh, and they have many lakes, especially Caño Cristal is close to them, so that whenever they want, they can go there and swim to refresh themselves a little bit from the hot, warm weather. Um, this is very different from the climate of, of Bogota. Bogota has a very cold climate and this affects a lot of the people because this makes people to be more reserved and live in more time inside their buildings. Um, let's talk about the daily day of a person in La Macarena. A person in La Macarena would wake up to the beautiful sound of birds, then they would eat, as I said before, a caldo de costilla or a caldo de pescado, then they would go to their work, works that can vary from being guides to being store sellers, and then they would come back to pick their children from their school there's only one school there and they would come back to uh, eat a mamona underneath the blue sky that differs a lot from the daily from the daily day of a person that lives in bogota it all starts very early in the morning and um, often they eat a, a quick breakfast because they need to go early before the traffic goes hard. Um, and then they go to school or to work and generally they have some social activities or sports after school or work so they get very late 
uh, uh, to their homes and also it is because of the harsh traffic. And Bogota has also various types of foods. Some of its typical foods is the Ajiaco Santa Fereño, but as Bogota is a very international city, in Bogota you can find all types of international foods and international chefs and restaurants. Meanwhile, in La Macarena, you would see the village as a very small village compared to Bogota. It has only seven open restaurants and all of them are of typical foods from La Macarena like mamona, sancocho and caldos or pollo frito. Uh, they don't have a single building and they're in the sea and the village is very humble so it is not very luxurious the look of it. Um, also the celebrations and traditions from these two uh, places differ a lot. In Bogota uh, most of the concerts are international and lots of uh, there's like a large abundance of people in all those con concerts so it's like a very like enormous disaster and disorder uh, and the greatest like concert in Bogota is the Stereo Picnic which differs yet again a lot from La Macarena La Macarena has a lot of festivals not exactly concerts where they do activities to celebrate their beautiful nature to appreciate it like the Festival de Cine Verde and they don't have international concerts at all because they can't pay them and well yes and they only have one space to make those activities which is like a place where they play sports and they do concerts and everything happens inside it. Then uh, let's talk about the people of La Macarena. The people of La Macarena are very welcoming, they are very nice. Um, they really like to welcome you with a lot of food, which is not bad at all. And, and they are very humble yet again because everything is too expensive because it is transported by airplanes and that makes it very expensive. So they don't have many belongings, but they still um, uh, appreciate what they have and they, and they know each other and they're just like a family. That, uh, and in Bogota, the, the people are very serious and they like to do like extremely big events with lots of like luxury things and they're filled with accessories so they like have a very complicated uh, schedule in that system. As you have heard, the culture and society of La Macarena is very diverse and differs a lot from ours here in Bogota. As we have already told you, La Macarena is now getting up from their terrifying past to restart their life, desired peace. And with everyone's help, it can come true. Thanks a lot for hearing our journey, and we hope you've enjoyed it.